Hey everyone, welcome back to this week's edition of WCM's Park Update Supplier Showcase. Um, today I'm joined by um, Brad, uh, I didn't ask your last name, but is it uh, Doherty? Yeah, nailed it. Very few okay, get it right awesome. time, so congrats. <laughs> I, I was going to say, it, it, it looks a little bit uh, simpler than it probably is. Um, Brad is here joining us from uh, TPX, and I'll let him talk a little bit about um, what they do. Um, but before he does that, you know, Brad, how did you get started um, working for the company? And, you know, what gets you excited working in the outdoor industry with campgrounds? Yeah, yeah, great question. Um, so I, I've been at TPX now actually eight years this month, about a week ago. So um, been at TPX, formerly Telepacific, if that name sounds more familiar to everybody. Uh, for eight years, I've been in the telecom industry for about 16 years. So what kind of really drove me to join TPX or Telepacific at the time was kind of their their reach, I think was the biggest um, thing for me, their ability to um, talk to multiple um, customers anywhere in the United States. So there wasn't any limitations as to, you know, who we could or could not help. And I think that's been a really good transition into me kind of working with or inside the RV park industry, campgrounds, national parks, because, you know, TPX, one of our very unique value adds is we can provide internet connectivity to anywhere in the country, um, even parts of Alaska, which is a fun fact for everybody. So it's just... It's oh, just, wow. It's, that's a really remote spot too. So that's super challenging. Is. Yeah. I mean, you know, with, with our ability to have our partnerships with over 120, 130 plus carriers across the country, it gives me kind of the, the freedom and the ability to confidently go to any park owner or developer and say, you know, whatever you're opening or whatever you're looking to do for this particular project, TPX has the ability to provide you with some kind of connectivity, whether it be broadband, fiber, even fixed wireless. So we have a lot of options at our disposal. And I know you mentioned internet there, Brad, um, but talk a little bit more about some of the other services you guys provide. I know, as you discussed, it's communications, it might be IT, security related stuff, um, sort of preview and just give us a really broad overview um, of some of the different solutions you guys are able to put um, in different types of businesses. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, TPX, we our foundation is telecommunications, right? So we started as a local voice telco in, in uh, Southern California, which is where we're providing voice connectivity and internet circuits. And from 25 years ago, which is how long TPX has been around till now, we've vastly expanded our portfolio, which now includes IT managed services. So besides the telecommunications part, we are also an IT managed services provider. And what that consists of, as you touched base on a little bit, Alex, is we include cybersecurity solutions, whether that be managed backups, endpoints, Office 365. Um, we now offer, as kind of around a couple of years ago now, um, uh, cybersecurity assessments, whether it be gap assessments, mm. um, pen testing, um, things of that nature. So, you know, we've, we've, TPX has always been in the philosophy of kind of listening to what our customers are looking to do or whether maybe problems or areas that we could help with and kind of been early adopters to ensure that if we're going to provide, you know, voice over IP as part of our portfolio set, we're going to be early on testing it and making sure that the iterations after that are going to be very strong, reliable, uh, stable enough to have kind of the, the confidence for us as, a, as an organization to back behind it. So um, we do cover a lot of things um, and I do believe that 
components of our portfolio fit very nicely in the RV park industry, you know, and maybe not everything, but there are components of that we can definitely work with them on to ensure not only that they're connected to have their guests have a great experience, but also that they're secure from the outside world and the, the environment we live in today with the tax and all the other things. So, And that's what I was just going to bring up to Brad, as you mentioned at the end, one of the biggest um, sort of things that we hear um, at Woodall's when it relates to this conversation around internet or security um, is park owners wanting to protect themselves, protect mm -hmm. their guests who might be at their park, um, and really make sure that a solution that they're implementing um, is really easy to operate. And it sounds like you guys do that, assessing what the needs might be, going in and implementing that, and then working with the park through that process. Can you just talk about you know what does that process typically look like for you when you're working with an RV park or a campground? Yeah, yeah, and, and it's a great point. I mean, you know, not only do you want to have the ability to protect your guests from a local level, but in their information. And if you're running point of sale systems where there's financial um, information, that all of that is very open and, and vulnerable to outside attacks. And what we've learned over, I would say, the last decade or so, kind of getting more into the IT managed services and the security side of things is. There's so many different avenues for an attack or, or somebody malicious to come in and either compromise their, their system and then ransomware happens where they try and get money out of it. So we've learned that, you know, what we initially do is if a park doesn't kind of know where their security stance is, we offer free assessments to let's let me let's, let's take a look at what you currently have in place or what you don't have in place and are there gaps are there vulnerabilities and that kind of gives them kind of a first first glance as to okay well i've been focusing so much on you know security from my email standpoint so my my employees don't click on malicious emails free starbucks free home depot blah 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 but let's look at the rest of it too where there may be some holes that we can fill and from that report we can then kind of structure what makes the most sense to do like mission critical. That's very high priority. It's bright red on this report and for a color graph, or is it a lower priority where may you can, you should do this now, but is it going to compromise your revenue coming in or your guests um, security information? Maybe not. So that's where we've been able to kind of take a much more consultative approach because none of this is cookie cutter. None of this is plug and play it's always going to be case by case basis. And we want to make sure that whatever we're going to potentially provide as a, as a solution to their problem, it's going to better fit and be custom tailored to their needs. And that's where we've been very successful with a lot of our clients that have um, been able to use our expertise in, in that aspect. Brad, as you're running those reports and you're creating these customized solutions, what would you say is like the number one thing that a lot of parks are overlooking or that they're really just not paying attention to when you go in and do this? Um, there's probably something out there that it just like, we just don't think about it enough, but the potential for harm back to my business is actually really large that it could have a, a sizable impact. Um, so what does that look like for you? Yeah, and that, that's also a really good question because, you know, when, when you think of cybersecurity, you always think of, okay, servers, endpoints, like devices on the network, right. you know, guests or internally with a certain park. But in reality, what we've seen is the, the highest percentage or numbers of attacks or how, how malicious characters were able to get into certain um, servers on these, on these premises or properties was human error. And it's not really mm. it's more psychology is 
like, and it's funny when I first started TPX, you know, we, I, there would be links that I would click on that would look legitimate or that looked like there was something related to an internal email from a different department or from an outside vendor who I've known that I would not even think twice about it being uh, malicious or an attack. Um, so that level of it's called security awareness training is a really big thing that Ironically, it's actually the most cost-effective component of the entire cybersecurity space, but it has the biggest impact because what that security awareness training is doing, it's retraining your, your users. And even if you give access to your guests, it's kind of retraining all of how you approach or make sure you question what an email may, may or may not be legitimate or not. And by doing that, we have reports that kind of show and track the downcrease or the the decrease of what the malicious attacks could be. And these are simple campaigns that we run. It runs a couple times a month. And again, it's the most cost-effective way of doing it. But what by retraining that behavior, that's what will eliminate or potentially not allow in a suspicious character to potentially compromise your network. So, you know, it's not spending thousands of dollars on upgraded firewalls or servers or, you know, um, backups to ensure like those are all absolutely crucial components. But the smallest and most ineffective or the, the most cost effective one typically that we've seen is is has the highest impact. So it's it's <laughs> kind of interesting seeing that over the last couple of years, you know. Yeah, exactly. Um What's the typical park that you guys are usually working with if somebody is reaching out? And do you provide um, more of that, you know, hands-off solution like I talked about, where you run the report, you find the customized solution, you go in, show everybody what to do. Hey, here's what we're going to implement here, so it can impact. Um, and I know a lot of people being in season, or even as we start to think about preparing for the off season, or if mm -hmm. somebody's ran into an issue and it's like, okay, you know, sometimes. Um, running into a challenge is sort of the, the wake-up call to say, man, we really need to do something about this to prepare so that it doesn't happen again. You know, what does that look like as far as the typical park and the typical um, solution that you're um, working with when you approach one of these campgrounds? Well, as I mentioned earlier, the great thing about TPX is we have, I have the ability to really not turn anybody away, which is, you know, I've come, being in telecom for so long and certain industries or companies I work for are very kind of pigeonholed that you're very specific of. You can stay in these lanes, don't go outside and you'll be fine. Where at TPX, it can be a park as small as 10 to 15 RV slots, as large as a couple mm -hmm. thousand. Like, you know, I, I'm not limited to the size of the actual property itself. So I can have conversations with anybody and everybody um, in the industry to at least I may not be the best fit for everybody, but I can at least give them guidance as to, you know, what I see kind of at first glance, and this is the path you should go down. Whether it's with TPX or not, I can at least give them a lot of guidance as to where they, they could potentially go. Um, and that, again, that's been a great freedom of mind that I've been able to do, not just be able to talk nationwide, but to talk to anybody and everybody. So it's been, it, it, it makes it better for me because I, again, I'm not limited or, or Blind, blinded by who I can actually talk to. So I get it. It's, it's, it's more enjoyable. And that's one of the things we love too, is being able to yeah. cover a bunch of different parks and things as well. It just makes the experience that much better where you feel like you can go in, put that personalized solution in place and be able to help them no matter what stage of the game they're at in their business. Yeah, totally. Um, Brad, as we wrap up, um, where can people go to reach out if they want to learn more, um, maybe sit down, have a call, um, email you and get their questions answered. 
Sure, yeah. Um, so we do have a website, www.tpx.com. That gives you, as I mentioned, our portfolio is pretty vast, so it gives you a great uh, amount of resources when it comes to just the solutions we offer, um, case studies, different testimonials, white papers, so on and so forth. Um, you can reach out to me directly. My email is uh, bdoherty at tpx.com or my cell phone, which is my lifeline for anybody and everybody here hold of me. It's uh, 650-219-4034. I'm pretty good at getting back to people right away. Um, I want to make sure if it is something, and whether it's a small issue or a large one, I want to make sure I'm at least responsible and communicative enough to, to get, you know, get back in touch with them as much as I can. So um, I, I appreciate any and all calls and looking forward to the next one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And for the listeners, we will have um, the website for TPX linked below. So you can just click on that and be able to get that information directly. Brad, thanks again for being here. Alex, appreciate you having me. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to WCM's Supplier Showcase. Uh, as a reminder, this show is available as a podcast where you can listen to the episode, or if you want to get um, the video, you can look at the recording on Facebook and YouTube. All right, guys, we will see you back here next week for another great conversation. Thanks, and we'll talk to you soon.